Blog Talk Radio.
looking in all the earth, Father, a place where you can dwell. Dwell in these hearts tonight, Lord. Draw near to us tonight, Lord. Saturate us in this place, Lord. Rivers of glory. Streams of healing, Lord. Streams of mercy, Lord, for all those who are thirsty tonight. A resting place, Lord. A resting place, Lord. Make this your resting place, Lord. Give me your heart tonight. Lord, we surrender our hearts to you. We surrender our hearts, Lord. Everything that we are, we surrender now, Lord, to you, Jesus. We surrender, Lord.
the voice. It's the voice of the one I love. He's calling my name. I hear you calling me, Jesus. I hear the voice. The voice of the one I love. He's calling my name. Can you hear him calling you?
I go, Lord? To where can I turn, oh Lord? He's got the words of life. So I'm running to your arms. I'm running after you, Jesus. Leaving everything behind, Lord. Everything that hinders me behind, Lord, I press on. I press on. I press on. To know you, Jesus. My pride and my joy. My joy and my song. Jesus. Let's give the Lord praise tonight.
Telling how good he is where you're at. Just lift it up. Thank you, God. We celebrate you tonight.
I praise the Lord. We are back. Just taking some time this first hour to worship the Lord and just give him his rightful place. You know, if you're just tuning in or if you've been tuned in, this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. I'll be your host this evening. And you know, the last few nights we've been talking about spiritual birthing, intercession, petitioning, declaring and decreeing the things of God into the earth so that we can bring forth the plans of God into the earth. You know, Jesus said it like this. We're going to get right into it. Um, If you need to call number 619-638-8458, we're actually going to have a teaching set for a little while. If you want to hang on, um, we will open up the next hour and have some prayer. Um, Before we get started, though, I want to just say a prayer of everybody and just want to thank you for tuning in. If you want to check out the website, www.prayerinternational.org. You can email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. All right, well, Father, we just thank you for your goodness tonight. Father, we just give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise, the praise that's due your name, Lord. We can't give you enough. Father, we ask that you would put in us hearts of gratitude, a gratefulness, that we'd be grateful, Father, for all you've done and everything you're going to do. Holy Spirit, we just pray that you would come now with the spirit of wisdom and revelation and understanding, spirit of truth, just illuminate us. Open up our understanding. Open up our eyes. Let them be flooded with light. Spirit of wisdom and revelation. Open up our hearts to hear the voice of the Father, to understand the mysteries of the kingdom. Lord, you said you would reveal them to babes. You'd reveal them to the children, to the sons and daughters of the Most High. And, Father, we just declare tonight, Lord, we are your children. We are your people. Father, we just come before you tonight, Lord. We say, Lord, speak to us. Teach us your word. Father, we pray, kingdom of God come. Will of God be done. Lord, let it be done in the earth, just as it is in heaven, Lord. Father, we just pray, Lord God, let your plans and your purposes, your pursuits, the things of God, come forth. We pray, Father God, let us be selfless. Father, let us lay aside our plans so that we can bring forth the kingdom. Lord, let us seek first your kingdom, Father. Put that in our hearts. Let us seek first your righteousness, Lord, being consecrated unto you, set apart unto you, set apart for your purposes. And, Father, we just ask, Lord God, you said if we seek first your kingdom and your righteousness, 
Then, Father, all these other things will be added. Lord, and we thank you, Father, that you provide our daily bread. You provide, Father God, instruction. You lead us in paths of righteousness for your name. Thank you. The good shepherd, Lord, that beats away the wolves and leads us and feeds us. Lord, I thank you, Lord. Lord, bless your people tonight. Bless your people tonight in their bodies. Holy Spirit, touch them in their bodies. Holy Spirit, make them whole. Father, you said that by the stripes of Jesus they're healed. Isaiah 53 declares that. Who has believed our report? To whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? We just declared tonight, Father, Jesus has been revealed. Jesus has been revealed. Jesus has been revealed. We thank you, Lord. Father God, we just thank you, Lord. We praise you. We pray for salvation to go forth to every man, every woman, every child, every teenager, every person listening. Father, every home that's represented tonight, Father, we pray that your spirit would infiltrate that home. Father, we pray, Lord God, for your your will to be done, Lord, your spirit to cover the earth, your glory and your presence to cover the earth, the knowledge of God to flood the earth like the waters cover the sea, Lord, intimate knowledge, Lord, that they would know you. They would know you. They would know you. Praise you, Jesus. We just praise you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you're just tuning in, this is Prayer International. But if we're just declaring the will of God, I'm just declaring the glory of God tonight. You know, the Spirit of God's running to and fro throughout the earth. He's looking for hearts. He's, he's wondering. He's looking for intercessors. He's looking for those that would stand in the gap and pray. Make up a hedge, build up a wall. He's looking to see who's going to take their place as a watchman on the wall and not hold their peace night or day. Who's going to meditate on the Word of God day and night and be prosperous and have good success? Who's going to understand the fear of the Lord? Walk in wisdom and declare the praises and the glory of God. That's what he's looking for. He's looking for a people that will be filled with his love, that will love one another, that will love God to the point of laying down their lives for one another. Laying down their lives for the gospel's sake. Just to fulfill your place, whatever your place is. You know when Nehemiah, if you read the book of Nehemiah, when they began to build the wall, each each household, each little area, each little group began to build the portion of the wall that was in front of them 
They began to rebuild the portion of the wall that had fallen. That was in front of them. They had a trowel in one hand. They had a sword in the other. What that tells me is this. Look, we've got to have the sword, the word of God, the two-edged sword in our hand. And we've got to do the work. There's a work to be done. Prayer is the work. The reason we need the Word of God is so that we can kneel on, stand on the promises of God, and remind God of His Word. Begin to declare and decree His Word into the earth. And watch God respond to a people to a man, to a woman, to a child, to a church, to a community, to a city, to a nation, whatever it be. Those that will humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways, those that will pray, seek his face, those that will call upon the name of the Lord, and call out to him in humility. He says, then I will hear from heaven. And I will heal their land. If you want God in your life, if you want God to heal your land, if you want God in your household or your family, your business, your church, wherever you're at, maybe you've got bigger dreams for your nation or your city or, or a different nation. You've got to begin to call forth. Stand on the purposes of God. So it's important to have a word-minded vocabulary, a Bible-minded mentality. You see, the Word of God says this, cast down all vain imaginations. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. Anything that comes against the knowledge of Christ. Anything that comes against the will of God or the word of God or the plan of God. We're told to cast it down. See, we're, we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, but we wrestle with principalities. We're we're told that we're mighty through God through the pulling down of strongholds. We can cast down vain imaginations. Anything that disagrees with God, begin to cast it down. You have that authority as a child of God. So it's important to be filled with the word and understand the authority that you have. Understand your identity. Understand him and who God is and who Jesus is and the role of the Holy Spirit in your life as a believer. And see, as a believer, you're given authority to be a, a priest and a, and a king. You're to be a priest in the earth as a believer and pray and begin to declare the things of God into the earth. 
We're made righteous by the blood of Jesus. We're made holy by the blood of Jesus. Yes, obedience plays a part. Yes, consecration and holiness plays a part. But when it's all said and done, when it comes down to you, Jesus shed his blood because God wanted a family. So we sowed his son so we could have a family, so we could have children. And Christ was our example. He was our high priest. He was our example. And what he did here on the earth is exactly what he's doing in heaven. He was seated in heavenly places at the right hand of the Father, petitioning, worshiping, declaring and decreeing, mediating between God and man. There's one mediator between God and man, that's Jesus. God sends us forth full of his Holy Spirit to be ambassadors, to be go-betweens, so to speak, be messengers, liaisons here on the earth. See, he says, whatever you bind on earth, It's already been in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, it's already been loosed in heaven. But whatever you bind and loose here on the earth, it will be done. Jesus said, you can have whatever you ask. If you ask, I think it should be granted. Why? Because he wants you in the plan of God. Once you're in the flow of God, once you're in the mind of God, once you begin to only do and say and act out what you believe the Father is leading you to do or say, once you humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, you lay aside your agenda for His. See, when you're in need, it'll be your ever-present help. When you need an El Shaddai, when you need a Jehovah Jireh to provide, when you need a Jehovah Rophe to be your healer, you get to do things God's way. Tonight we're going to talk about spiritual birthing Intercession You know we talked the other night about Kneeling On the word of God Kneeling You constantly you hear Paul saying I bow my knee for this cause I bow my knee For this cause I bow my knee I pray For the same Why? Why did he bow his knee? See, he understood. Listen, when you come before a king, in some countries, when you come before a king, it's not like that here in America. 
But in other countries, when you when you go before royalty, there's a certain protocol that you follow. There's a certain thing that you do. Even in the Asian cultures, before uh, uh, when people meet, before a word spoken, they bow as a sign of humility, as a sign of agreement, as a sign of, hey, I'm in line here with you. Listen, when we come before our King of Kings, we can be for the royal diadem of heaven. We need to posture ourselves properly. There's a certain protocol to follow. One of them is to bow. It's a sign of surrender. It's a sign of humility. Son of uh, brokenness, reverence and honor. It's an act of worship that precedes petitioning. But kneeling is an outward expression of an inward word, of grace. But Paul tells us in Ephesians six thirteen and fourteen. He tells us about the value of standing. But he frames out for us the privilege of kneeling. He says, he says for this reason, this is amplified, Ephesians 3.14, listen to this. For this reason, seeing the greatness of this plan, by which you are built together in Christ, I down my knee before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Listen. He bowed his knee. He bowed his knee. We talked about the most commonly positioned for giving breath around the world is kneeling. It's not laying flat on your back. They've got birthing chairs, birthing stools. The ordinary position, the common position, is squatting on your knees. Kneeling is the position for giving birth. And before we give birth to the purposes of God, we need to bow our knee. All of us at the end of the age are going to end up in the same posture anyway. Philippians 2, 9 through 10. Remember we said, everything under heaven and earth. God highly exalted him. And he has freely bestowed on us a name that is above every name. That in and at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow in heaven and earth and under the earth. It's an act of worship. Authentic act of worship. What does worship look like? Giving ourselves to God. Our entire being, spirit, our body, our soul, our mind, emotions, our will. We 
Look, in Hebrew and Greek, there's there's many different words to describe worship. Some of the primary words, listen to this. Shechach. It means to depress. It means prostrate in homage to roll to your God. Bow down, crouch, or fall. To be flat, to humbly beseech, to, to do or make obeisance, to do reverence, to make the soup. That's shakha, shakha. Another Greek word for worship. No, that was a Hebrew word. Another Greek word for worship is proskuneo. Proskuneo. It means to kiss. It means to kiss, kind of like uh, a dog licks his master's hand. To prostrate oneself in homage. To do reverence. To adore. Why am I telling you this? Listen. I'm going to share with you a couple of accounts. I'm going to share with you a couple of accounts. You know, the first mention of the word worship in Genesis 22, when the Lord asked Abraham to offer his son Isaac before him on Mount Moriah. Okay, so Abraham gets up early the next morning, puts the saddles on his donkey, and out of obedience, He launches out in the deep. Now he's going to present his son, Isaac, to the Lord. So here these guys are going to travel for three days. And then all of a sudden Abraham sees the the place of sacrifice. So listen to this, verse 5. Abraham, Genesis 22, verse 5. Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey, and I, the lad, will go yonder, and we will worship and return to you. Listen, we connect worship with music. Sometimes we're making synonymous. Look, when when he's talking about worshiping the Lord, there's no mention of music. The only things that they they talk about here that that were used in this act, call them instruments or tools, or wood, fire, and a knife. And honestly, I don't think that Abraham was carving out a banjo to crank out some tunes. Oh, he was going to offer a sacrifice. This was his worship. This was obedience and faith. And a wife prostrate before God, laying his son prostrate before God, this is an act of worship. We need to look through the scriptures. We'll find constantly worship always comes before 
petition. Before you come to God with your needs, begin to worship him, begin to praise him, begin to acknowledge him, begin to humble yourself before him. Begin to fall prostrate before him. Begin to kiss the Lord, honor him, reverence him. Show homage to him. However you want to turn him. Adore him. Worship proceeds. Praise proceeds. Petition. Glorifying God first. Even Jesus, look at the what we call the model prayer, the Lord's Prayer. He says, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Before he even begins to declare and decree the things of God, he acknowledges his Father. And as soon as his father is acknowledged, he begins to hallow be the name of the Lord. Hallow be the name of the Father. Hallow be. Glory be. Thank you, Lord. So your praise must proceed your petitions, your worship must come before your wants. There's a protocol in the kingdom. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So think about it, Matthew 8, uh, Matthew chapter 8, verse 2 and 3. Think about when Jesus cleansed the leper. And behold, a leper came to him and bowed down to him, saying, Lord, if you are willing. Let's back up. Behold, a leper came to him. You've got to come to God. And the leper bowed down to him. Worship, he bowed down. He laid himself down. He prostrated himself. He positioned himself in a humble position, in a vulnerable position. He said, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. I think about the first the kingdom and the will of God and all this is together. The first thing he said, Lord, if you're willing, Lord, it's you. As this worshiping, bowing down, Lord, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. I am willing. He cleansed. And immediately, his leprosy is cleansed. But before this man brought forth his petition, I mean, this was a desperate situation for this man to be in. But he forced to get this. He bowed down before the Lord. God saw him falling prostrate. He saw him worshiping. Worship precedes petition. Praise precedes petition. Worship comes before your wants. No wonder the healing virtue of God came out of Jesus so quickly. 
here we are. Um, uh, uh, the mercy of God demonstrated. But we find prostration coming before petitioning. Look, I'm convinced the resurrection power proceeded in response to faith, humility, and true worship. Listen to this one. Matthew 9, 18 through 19. And then we'll skip down for time's sake. We'll do 23 and 25. So Matthew 9. You want to do 18 through 25? Go ahead and start now. But I'm going to read just a portion of this. Matthew 9, 18 through 19. Behold, there came a synagogue official, and he bowed down before him, saying, My daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her, and she will live. Behold, starts out just like Matthew 8. Now here's Matthew 9. Behold, there came a synagogue official. Synagogue official. First a leper. Non-church person. Then a synagogue official, church person. But listen. They both had the same response to Jesus. The official bowed down before him. They say, my daughter has just died. Come lay your hand on her. She will live. And Jesus rose and began to follow him. And so did his disciples. And when Jesus came into the official's house, he saw the flute players in the crowd in noisy disorder. Sometimes people can keep you from getting what you need from Jesus. Listen to this. There was flute players and the crowd in noisy disorder. And Jesus began to say, depart. For the girl has not died, but is asleep. And they began laughing at him. But when the crowd had been put out, she sometimes if you want to get what you want to get from Jesus, let me just say this, and I'm going to go back to my original thing, but I feel like there's a message here. Some of you are believing God for a miracle, but there's flute players and noisy disorder people in your crowd. And if you don't put them out, they're going to keep you from getting your miracle. And it's not that God doesn't want to do the miracle. It's that he can't. Because there's too much noise and disorder and too many people on the way. Okay, so look, Matthew nine, eighteen to nineteen. And we go to the first part of that. He says the official says, My daughter has just died. But before he says anything, he bowed down before him. Here's an act of worship again. Here's an act of humility. Here's putting Jesus first. 
and then petition. Praise and worship precedes petition. Worship precedes want. Now here's his faith. Lay your hand on her and she will live. And Jesus rose and began to follow him and so did his disciples. And when Jesus saw the flute players and the crowd, he heard the noisy disorder. See, things that get in your eyes and things that get in your ears will distract you from receiving from Jesus. See, when the crowd got put out, he entered and took her by the hand, and the girl rose up. Okay. The girl rose up. That's what I'm trying to say. Look, this man bowed down before Jesus, before he asked Jesus for a thing, before he began to tell Jesus about his daughter. Some of you have been asking God and praying to God, but you're not worshiping God. You're not honoring God in your worship and praise. You're not pouring your heart out to God in gratitude and thankfulness. Come before his presence with thanksgiving. And his courts with praise. And his gates with thanksgiving in your heart. What is God trying to say? All of us. We've got to come before him. And begin to worship him, to become grateful people filled with gratitude. Begin to worship him because he alone is worthy. We need to begin to bow our knees, literally. Begin to fall on our knees at times as the Lord leads us and humble ourselves. Now, can you pray other ways? Yes. Will God hear when you pray other ways? Yes. But he wants the humble heart. Come aside. And as we find you in our spirit, as we turn our ear to heaven, as we intercede and begin to declare the word of the Lord and remind God of his promise, we will begin to hear thus say it, the Lord. God will begin to fill our hearts Fill our spirits, fill our minds with inventions and ideas, with assignments and plans, with talents, gifts, people. So we must pray. We must agree with God. We've got to begin to declare and decree his word out there and watch his spirit manifest in our midst.
All right, praise God. This is Pro International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. And we're going to take a break here in a minute. If you need to call in, 619-638-8458. The website is www.prayerinternational.org. You can email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. And you can always uh, check out the website, and we've got different links, uh, daily devotionals, and we'll be doing some video stuff uh, before the end of the month is up, and try to get on a regular schedule for video, um, and we will start to put up a schedule for our blog talk radio. Typically, we're going to start broadcasting from 10 to midnight, and that may change from time to time, and we will bring some new uh, voices on to uh, the radio spot, so that'll be interesting. We'll have some new music and some new things coming up this year, too. So, just want to uh, say a prayer, and then we're going to break to some worship. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just ask that you would just pour your spirit out, raise up a spirit of intercession, raise up a spirit of travail, raise up, Lord God, a spirit of prayer on your people, that they will want to agree with you. Now, Father, we just thank you, Lord God, for your goodness. And we just give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name. God. Revelation chapter 4 verse 2. 
Immediately I was in the Spirit. And behold, a throne set in heaven, and one set on the throne. Father, we come standing before that great white throne, the throne that's been established from eternity, the throne which is surrounded with transcendent radiance, the angels, the seraphim, beauty everywhere, the river of fire that flows from your throne. Oh, we love to stand before your throne, O oh God. We love to stand before the throne of God. of divine encounter.
is our inheritance. Oh God, to stand before the great white throne, to be lost in the river of holy fire, holy romance. camp around your throne, O oh God. The place of an abandoned life, standing before the throne forever and ever. Holy Spirit fascinating us. 
Alright, praise God, we're back Welcome back to another edition of Prayer International And we're just uh, kind of wrapping it up for the night But we've been teaching on intercession Kind of going back and forth with some worship sets And just wanted to talk about, real quickly I'm going to list four different things, practically Uh, And we posted the definition of intercessor Or intercession up on the website uh, in the chat room but just to give you a run through real quick, four um, pretty safe, I guess, biblical definitions for the intercessory task. One is being God's secretary. What I mean by that is an intercessor is somebody that reminds God of his promises. You remind God of his appointments that he hasn't met or fulfilled yet. You go through the Bible, you begin to search out those promises, you begin to search out those things and you begin to declare and decree those things back to God. You begin to speak those things into the earth and remind God so that he will come and fulfill his promises. Okay? So you let him know. Reminding God of his word, that's one job as an intercessor. Number two, you take up a cause for justice. Okay? Um... One who takes up an injustice for another. Okay. Um, Praying for somebody. 
Okay, praying for the injustice, standing in the gap. Okay, those that can't lift their voices or those that don't know how to play, pray, pleading the cause for the the unborn. Okay, praying. Okay, for those that are homeless. Praying for those that are going to, you know, taking up a cause for the, the, you know, those that are going through injustice. So an intercessor takes up the cause of justice before God. When someone else is in distress, you begin to pray. Father, show mercy on them. Father, bring them before your presence. Father, bless them. And you begin to pray over their needs. So that's number two. Number three, just building up a wall. You remember I talked about um, Nehemiah building the wall? And that's what we're called to do. Now listen, you know, an intercessor is somebody that makes a hedge, a wall of protection, praying over your job, praying over your church, praying over your family. Okay? It's being a watchman on the wall, surveying the schemes of the devil, praying over specifics in people's lives and listening to the Lord, or going to the Word, uh, about people's situations and, and praying and making that hedge, coming against the attacks of the enemy in people's lives and in your own life. Okay, so number one was being God's secretary, reminding God of his word. Number two, taking up the cause of justice or having a courtroom hearing with the judge, so to speak. Number three, building up the walls, keeping the enemy out, praying for protection. And then number four is going to be standing in the gap. And you may say, isn't that the same thing as building up a wall? But standing in the gap is more like taking a position between God and his people, between God and the world. People of prayer are called to build up a wall, okay? Um, Standing in the gap, I guess, is kind of like when God's judgments are coming towards somebody, we plead for mercy. Okay, so one, we're building up a wall to keep out the enemy, Number, you know, which would be the third thing, but the fourth thing is standing in the gap would be really praying on behalf of other people for God. Okay, in other words, Telling God, hey, God, have mercy on this person. Hey, God, fulfill your promises in this person's life. Where the other prayer of building the wall would be praying against the schemes of the enemy. That makes any sense. And we'll get into more details about this. Uh, we may take a, a night and go over each detail, um, each four. We may just take four nights or a couple of nights to go over all four. But listen, uh, we just pray that you get a heart of prayer developing you a heart of compassion for the lost and you begin to turn your ear to heaven to listen to the voice of your heavenly father and so we just pray the peace of God over every one of you tonight we pray that the father would just have mercy and grace on you we pray that he would grant you wisdom 
in this new year and that the things of your past, the things that you struggled with in the past, be broken off in Jesus' name and that you would be free to go into your future. We just pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Listen, I want to thank you again for listening. My name is Chris Herzog. We're signing off tonight. Um, I'm not sure if, if Sean will be on tomorrow. I might be on tomorrow. Uh, we'll just see how it goes. But throughout this week, we'll get back into this topic of intercession and prayer and spiritual birthing. And just want to thank you again. We'll keep you lifted up. Send in your prayer requests on our email and on our website. And we will continue to pray for you throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month. And God bless you. And have a wonderful night. Again, this is Prayer International Radio. And we are standing in the gap, speaking to the nations to be open to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Praying for Singapore, praying for Canada, Australia, Alaska, those that are listening around, North Carolina, Connecticut, and uh, God bless you tonight here in Texas. In Jesus' name, amen.